You're listening to Rates and Lanes with Rico Mohammed. This is the show where we improve your knowledge of the freight market, improve your bottom line, and improve the transportation industry as a whole. We're talking rates and lanes. Let's move on down the audio road. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight will be a recorded podcast. Wanted to try to make sure that we got some content up and on board for you guys tonight. Going to be tied up at the time of the show, but I wanted to try to make an attempt to at least get you guys some information, have a podcast for you guys in the kitty, and uh, hopefully everyone out there is doing well and is being as profitable as possible. So without any further ado, we're going to get jump right over into how we normally start out the podcast, and that is with the USDA truck rate report for the fruits fruits and vegetables for this week and we use this report to try to uh, pick out different opportunities that may be had in the open market on the spot market and this week on uh, the fruit and vegetable report from the USDA there are three potential markets that show some promise and one that may show a little bit of uh opportunities there as well. And those markets are Idaho, Merle County, Oregon. They have a uh, outright shortage of trucks. Upper Valley Twin Falls, Burley District, Idaho, they have a shortage of trucks. And in Columbia Basin, Washington, they are showing a shortage of trucks there as well. There's another uh, region that may provide some opportunities, and that is Michigan. Michigan is showing a slight shortage of trucks areas and uh, regions that you may want to avoid they are showing that central and south florida as normal about this time of the year is showing a slight surplus of trucks and san luis valley colorado is showing an outright surplus of trucks so those two areas are some areas that you might want to uh, make sure that you are avoiding or if you are running the spot market and you don't have a designated customer in those areas, make sure you take your backhaul with you to be able to uh, justify some of the deadhead that you may have to experience coming out of those areas. All right, and moving right along, ladies and gentlemen, into this week's DAT Trend Lines report from DAT. There is a link of the DAT Trend Lines report up on the Rates and Lanes Facebook page. You can go over there and click on that link, and uh, it's there for your viewing pleasure. But this week, this report is for January 15th through the 21st. It's typical for load counts to start tapering off in the third week of January, which is what happened last week. Load-to-truck ratios have declined for all truck types. But they are also started out to be higher than normal for this time of year. National average rates fell $0.02 cents for both dry vans and reefers but we're up but we're up slightly for flatbeds so let's take a look and take a deeper look into the u.s van demand and capacity report for the week of january 15th through the 21st van load postings declined by 16 percent last week and truck postings increased by 14 percent that caused the load to truck ratio to fall 26 percent down to 2.9 loads per truck. The national average van rate fell two cents from the previous week. Also, should be noted that diesel fuel, the average cost of diesel fuel, 
dropped by 0.4 percentage, showing a national average of diesel fuel at $2.57 per gallon. Moving on into the U.S. van rates by region for the week of the January 15th through the 21st, van rates slipped two cents lower last week down to $1.70 per mile on average. Outbound rates declined in many van markets, including Los Angeles, Atlanta, and Chicago. Taking a look around the country, starting out in the northeastern portion of the United States, we have Philadelphia, Pennsylvania checking in, showing an average outbound spot market rate of $1.70 per mile. Moving down into the southeastern portion of the United States, we are showing Atlanta, Georgia, with the $1.88 per mile on average for the spot market. Moving up into the Midwestern portion of the United States, Chicago, Illinois checking in, showing average spot market rates of $2.06 per mile. Moving down into the South Central portion of the United States, we have Dallas, Texas checking in, showing average spot market rates at $1.54 per mile. Moving out to the West Coast, rounding out the dry van report, Los Angeles, California checks in, showing average spot market rate for dry vans at $1.95 per mile. And that, ladies and gentlemen, wraps up the dry van segment of the DAT report. Let's jump over and see how flatbed were performing over the previous week. Last week, load postings declined 10% and truck postings increased by 12%. That caused the load-to-truck ratio to decline by 20% down to 21.8 loads per truck nationally. The national average flatbed rate edged up one cents per mile compared to the previous week. Looking and checking in on the U.S. flatbed rates from across the country, the national average flatbed rate increased by one cents per mile last week up to $1.90 per mile. Taking a look around the country, starting out in the northeastern portion of the United States, we have Harrisburg, Pennsylvania checking in, showing average spot market rates for flatbeds at $2.52 per mile. We have Atlanta, Georgia checking in, showing an average spot market rate in the southeastern portion of the United States at $2.12 per mile. Moving up into the Midwest, Rock Island, Illinois checking in, showing average spot market rates of $2.32 per mile. Moving down into the south central portion of the United States, we got Houston, Texas checking in, showing average spot market rates of $2.02 per mile. And moving out west, Phoenix, Arizona checking in, showing the average spot market rate for flatbeds at $1.77 per mile. Let's jump over into the reefer demand and capacity report. For the week of January 15th through the 21st, the reefer load-to-truck ratio declined for the third week in a row, with load postings down 18%. The truck postings falling 12%. That caused the ratio to drop 27%, down to 6.7 loads per truck. The national average spot market rate for reefers dipped 2 cents per mile. So let's take a look at the reefer rate information for the week of January the 15th through the 21st. 
as soon as it pops up we can get that information in okay the national average reefer rate dipped by two cents last week down to one dollar and ninety ninety eight cents per mile on average on the spot market reefer rates edged up in the sacramento market but fell in the midwest and southeastern markets Taking a look around the country, we have Elizabeth, New Jersey checking in, showing an average spot market rate of $1.71 per mile coming out of Elizabeth, New Jersey. Moving down into the southeastern portion of the United States, we have Lakeland, Florida checking in, showing an average spot market rate of $1.33 per mile. Moving up into the Midwest, we have Green Bay, Wisconsin checking in, showing an average spot market rate of $2.81 per mile. Moving down into the Rio Grande, the south central portion of the United States, McAllen, Texas checks in, showing average spot market rates at $2.01 per mile. And coming out of the west coast, Fresno, California wraps up the report, showing $1.92 per mile on average. That, ladies and gentlemen, will wrap up this week's DAT trend lines report. And like I said, if you would like to have a copy of the report for yourself, you can mosey on over to the Rates and Lanes with Rico Muhammad Facebook page, and you can go over there and get a copy for yourself. And this week, um, not as bad as we had last week as far as the new people making debuts on the bad broker report. Last week was absolutely crazy. Hopefully no one uh, has gotten snared into anyone's deceitful web of of, uh, brokers not paying their contractors and providers for service. But uh, nonetheless, we still have uh, quite a few new entries to the report, and we'll jump right into it right now. Worldwide Liquidators LLC makes their debut on the report. This is a shipper. Worldwide Liquidators LLC out of the land, Florida. They have no broker authority or bond. Uh, The truckstop.com has received notice of nearly $9,000 in unpaid carrier invoices. They are considered a very high risk. Axiom Logistics LLC and Axiom Logistics LLC, their MC number is 809-593. Again, that MC number is 809-593. Surety bond is canceled over $97,000 and non-payment complaints. They are considered a very extreme risk. Cagney Global Logistics, Inc., MC number 303-409. Again, MC number is 303-409. They have uh, truckstop.com has received reports of unpaid carrier invoices against the broker in the amount of $215,000. They are considered an extreme risk. The next one on the report is Drayden Inc., All Fresh Transport. Uh, The MC number for this one is 252-905. Again, 252-905. The surety bond is canceled. Over $100,000 in non-payment complaints have been reported. Now opening as All Fresh Logistics, the MC number for All Fresh Logistics, Inc. is 989-932. 
carriers beware. They are considered at high risk. So we got a little bit of that chameleon broker thing going on where they're opening up under a different MC number. Make sure that you're doing your due diligence, ladies and gentlemen, and not allowing yourself to be uh, get caught up in, in being one of the people that are sitting around waiting to receive payment from some of these people. Uh, the last entry on the report is Cardi Logistics LLC, Cardi Transport LLC. The MC number for Cardi Logistics LLC is 929-464. Again, that MC number is 929-464. FMCSA shows that the trust fund is canceled on 112-17. Over $11,000 in non-payment complaints have been reported. So once again, ladies and gentlemen, be very diligent on all of your broker loads. Make sure, make sure, can't stress this enough, like uh, Mr. Seaton was on with us last week. Make sure that you are make that you are you or your drivers are on the bill of ladings, putting your carrier, putting your name of your company down as the carrier of record so that if you if you happen to get caught up in a situation like this, you have some recourse back to the shipper. If, you're, if your name is not anywhere in the uh, supply chain as being the carrier of record, there are some brokers telling you to check in as uh, uh, different companies or whatever, don't fall for that. Make sure that you are doing your due diligence and make sure that you are doing everything that you need to do to not only protect yourself and your company, but you know to, to watch out for your livelihood and, and make sure that you're doing things in the proper manner and fashion. And that, ladies and gentlemen, like I said, uh, had a little bit more stuff that I wanted to try to get to, but I got some things that I, I got going on, um, and I wanted to just try to make sure I got something out here for you guys tonight. Didn't want to leave you high and dry and in limbo. Uh, tomorrow, um, I'm supposed to be meeting with someone, uh, a phone conversation about maybe a potential an another guest host that may be coming on board with us. Um, in the area of sales, I'm, I'm looking, I'm still working on that because I still want to try to get some good information out there for us to uh, be able to definitely grow our business. Kenny Long had an excellent podcast yesterday. I want to make sure I plug all of those guys. Make sure you go to lesstruck.com and check out all the different podcasts, check out all the different shows. Uh, but Kenny Long had an excellent podcast yesterday dealing with, uh, you know, trying to talk about marketing and sales, you know, what are you doing to make your phone ring? And I want to try to help as long as just like Kenny, we want to try to help you give you some different points, pointers and tips to help you make your telephone ring. Not uh, necessarily by a broker calling you, but doing different things to make potential customers seek you out, call you first and offer you an opportunity to move freight at better rates. Uh, that's always the goal to, to try to get direct customers. And we want to try to help arm you with different tips and things of that nature to help you guys be able to do that. So I'm working on trying to bring a, a professional aboard a that um, will be a monthly guest that can help give us some pointers and tips. And we may even look into trying to create a, um, you know, an accountability group or something where we can try to, you know, as a group of people together, hold one another accountable as far as making sure that we're going out and doing our marketing. You know, Kenny was bringing up excellent points. How many sales calls have you made this month? You know, we're at the end of January. How many sales calls have you made? If you made none, then, then you, you know, you're kind of behind the game. And if, and, if, and even if you're on the road or one truck, Charlie, 
you got to make sure that you cut some time out of your schedule for marketing. You got to make sure that you are being diligent and deliberate about trying to go out and, and get a customer, get a customer up under your belt. That will make so much difference in your business. Once you have a, a direct paying customer paying you at retail rates versus you settling for running a broker board at wholesale rates. I, and I understand sometimes having a customer, you know, it takes away a little bit because, okay, now you may, if you, if you have a dedicated run, then guess what? That means, you know, that's going to require some commitment on your part to make sure that you are doing that dedicated, that you're dedicated to servicing that customer's needs as, as, as outlined. And if you, you know, sometimes people just like to have the wild, wild west mentality of going here and there. And if that's your business model, if that's what you like to do, you know, all more power to you. Nobody's going to knock you, you know, if that's what you want to do and that's what you, um, you've decided that that's going to be your business model and that's what works for you, then have at it. But I was, I would suggest that if that's, if that's really truly your business model, you might want to, you know, unless you're just really getting killer, killer rates, you may want to look into leasing on to, uh, um, uh, uh, one of the larger brokerage, uh, not brokerages, uh, one of the larger carriers that allow you to pick your freight and go wherever you want to go and do things like that. Because I think that that may help lower your, um, that may help lower your overall cost of operations, you know, versus having to have to pay your own insurance and et cetera. But, um, you know, maybe we'll get into that topic another time. That may be another topic for another day, but I just wanted to make sure to get you guys some basic information out there. Wish you guys well. Until the next time, ladies and gentlemen, God bless you. Good night. And keep it in between the mustard and the mayonnaise. We'll talk to you same time next week. We want to thank everybody that helps make this show possible. Kevin and Lisa Rutherford and the entire Les Truck team. Without you guys, we couldn't make it happen. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks for joining us on Rates and Lanes. If you like what you heard here, leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Or listen to our other shows at audioroad.letstruck.com. To get in touch with our tribe, call us at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. Thanks for joining us for the ride down the audio road.